0: Today on the Topping Show, Vivek on the NSA not wanting to get warrant for each spying instance, Tucker Carlson on Moscow Subway versus American Subway, Warren Buffett sold 10 million Apple shares in Q4, where we break down his top trades as well as overall portfolio, Walmart may want to buy Vizio, National MS Society fires a 90 year old volunteer for not knowing pronouns, and Delta forced to pl- land a plane because of maggots, all of that and much more on the Topping Show. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is proudly sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least choice day. got say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT-layer business owner, reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February. So if you click that button and let your friends know, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part podcast, you have Warren Buffett sold 10 million Apple shares. Now, he is perhaps the best trader in history, bar none. As a youth might say, he's a goat of trading or also known as the greatest of all time. Perhaps only second to Nancy Pelosi. So, I mean, actually, she just is a more successful trader than Warren Buffett, the best of all time. I wonder how that is. Nevertheless when you break down warren buffett's portfolio he made some big changes in q4 and we're just finding about them now now one of the top changes in terms of increasing his shares co- comes in from chevron which again depending on where you live geographically you may not know it's one of the largest petroleum manufacturers distributors and drillers out there so he increased his stake by 14 percent now they have 2.5 billion dollars of chevron stock in the berkshire hathaway portfolio you also have ocy occidental which again is another petroleum company Warren Buffett increased their stake by 2% to $251 million value. You have LSXMK getting a 12% increase in their holding, now up to 162 million. One of the biggest increases, bar none, is Sirius XM. And Warren Buffett just went and he increased his shares by 316%, giving them a current value of $153 million of Sirius XM stock, which to me, that's one of the biggest outliers that I've seen in terms of portfolio holdings. Because again, that, I mean, SiriusXM, I'm trying to remember what decade was it when Howard Stern was still relevant. I mean, I suppose he's obviously, he sees a lot of things we don't. Perhaps I'm suspecting he sees a lot of upside in the future. Now, keep in mind, right now, it's a podcoplix or some f- type of funny word for podcasts going out of business. A lot of them are losing money. And the companies that are buying exclusivity rights with those podcast creators, those relationships aren't as fruitful as they thought. The best use case bar none would be Joe Rogan. Spotify gave a exclusivity deal with him a couple years ago. And when that deal came up for renewal a couple weeks ago, they decided to no longer be mutually exclusive. So now Joe Rogan is now on all the other major podcast providers, including the ones such as Apple Podcast, as well as well, I was going to say, it seems like all the ones are fading into existence. Stitcher used to be a popular one. They're no longer around, but... So a Google podcast that's gonna be renamed April, was it April 6th? That was gonna be going away. I think that we're gonna force you to use YouTube music or something like that. But it's no longer exclusive because I don't think the both parties are making as much money as they were hoping to, and they were decreasing the audience. So it's a pretty cutthroat industry, especially when it comes to music royalties. There's like three to four companies that own a majority of all the intellectual property when it comes to your favorite old bands and albums from back in the day. So even if they get these contracts with those companies, because of course those companies just get to print money. Basically they own the intellectual property, right? They do a license agreement where they make a couple, you know, make a certain percentage or amount of money per time the video or the music is played. So when you look at companies like Spotify, a lot of that money going to Spotify from customers, it's going right back to the people who own the intellectual property. So SiriusXM, XM, they've been pushing hard to increase their viewership throughout the years. To me, they are almost stuck in a rut in terms of my and you know, anecdotally speaking, my experience with Sirius XM was it came free with the General Motors product, so I got what was a i got a used Chevy Cruise for my first vehicle, which I loved because it had three pedals, to stick shift, as all vehicles should have by default. And as it was certified used, you got like a little subscription for a couple months free Sirius XM. Truth be told, I don't know anyone actually who pays for Sirius XM, but I knew it from that contract and that relationship. But I mean, they're really just known for Howard Stern, who's decreasing in popularity. And granted, he's still one of the top performers out there. But to me, that's one of the biggest outliers. Now, you also have an increase of Berkshire Hathaway holdings in LXMA. That increased 17%. And that's at $107 million of value right now. And then you go to the things where they just cashed out. So Warren Buffett, and obviously he's the owner of Berkshire Hathaway, they got rid of all of their Globe Life stock, which I was pretty shocked because, again, one of the most profitable and actually profitable as well as time proven products out there or you debate as a service is insurance companies I mean it gives a lot of people peace of mind mind statistically speaking you make more money than you pay out that's how they profit and they grow but they got rid of all their Globe Life stock and they sold 96 million dollars 100% out they also get rid of all their stock for stone Co. that's 100% 154 million sold out Markle MKL that sold out 100% gone 230 million again they're I granted, I'm sure he's making a profit off of these, but I mean, that means he has a 0% stake in these companies now. It's all gone. You also have Paramount. Interestingly enough, he decreased that, but not 100%. He decreased it by 32%. Now, that means they made $421 million in that sale, which, again, the streaming wars is a big thing. And again, another precarious thing where a lot of those companies still aren't making money. Disney Plus is still not profitable. That perhaps being the most famous ones that isn't the default for many, which is Netflix or Amazon Prime. Not to brag that i like to say i'm part of the one percent of americans who don't have amazon prime or netflix but i do have lots of books which depending on how old you are we might define it's like a magazine without pictures and it's made of paper which is what you know if you go outside the trees they make the paper but nevertheless i digress so they got rid of 32 of that now another one when i saw was strange was a little curveball he completely liquidated or sold off all the second dr horton which is one of the largest home manufacturers in the united states they're a huge construction company they make everything from single family homes to whole neighborhoods they'll construct them. I mean, Warren Buffett 100% sold their stock. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty penny of money they got back. That sale is $774 million, which is quite a pretty penny to say the least. And I should clarify, a pretty vintage penny, which is made of actual copper and worth something. Modern pennies are 99.99% zinc, and then they're copper plated. So just a little scratch and you'll see the real worthlessness inside. Perhaps a sad metaphor for United States currency, but nevertheless, got rid of that. Now, in terms of Apple, again, they sold that. I was still pretty shocked to hear that, to say the least. So, they sold 10 million Apple shares, which, again, now, the headline sounds astronomical. Like, I mean, to me and you, I mean, granted, to have 10 million Apple shares, I would, geez louise, I would, well, I love my little Honda Civic SI, so I would probably still own it and love it. But, geez louise, I would probably get also get a vintage, a couple of vintage cool cars as well. But, again, that's, they only decreased their portfolio, their stake in Apple by 1%, which goes to show how much overwhelming value that they have of Apple stock in general for the whole with hybrid portfolio. We'll break down the whole thing in a second here. Now, that came in at a sale of $1.8 billion. So they sold off 1% of their Apple stock. They got $1.8 billion. That is pretty penny, to say the least. They also decreased 78% of their stake in Hewlett-Packard, which, again, not the greatest greatest branding in terms of Hewlett Packard is now two separate publicly traded companies. You have the company that I used to be a part of, which is Hewlett Packard Enterprise, which was servers, storage, and networking. So basically think of the enterprise things where you know the Wi-Fi you see in some stores, well, they bought Aruba Networks and rebranded that, but nevertheless, it was the infrastructure stuff that most businesses use and only a couple of people, well, tech enthusiasts would have at their actual homes. No one really has a server in their house. Well, except if you're Hillary Clinton for reasons. I should clarify for the fact, just for the record, I do enjoy life and plan to live it to the fullest. Just, just throwing that out there. Now, again, they got $2.2 billion for the sale of, excuse me, of the Hewlett Packard stock. And those are some pretty big moves. Now, in terms of going to their overall portfolio, we'll do, perhaps to we'll do the top 10 in terms of valuation of their stock or valuation of the portfolio. So if you look at the whole portfolio of Berkshire Hathaway, 44.8% of the portfolio is Apple stock. So they have 905,560 shares of Apple stock. They have a 5.9% stake of Apple. So of all the Apple stock out there, they own 5.9% of that. And with the current market value, now granted by the time this video is rendered and uploaded on the internets, they'll fluctuate a little bit, but relatively speaking, that gives them a current Apple value of stock at 165,717,480,000 dollars, which, it's quite a lot to say the least. And you look at Warren's long-term investment strategies and Apple's one of the, the best companies when it comes to building a brand and a culture around the brand. People will buy darn near anything they make as long as it has Apple logo on it. And kind of like the Dallas Cowboys. Doesn't matter if they win or not. They will print money because they have the loyal fan base that believes in the brand, which is an, obviously a hugely important factor. There are actually people going out there and buying the nerd goggles that Apple makes called the Apple Vision 2, which costs more than let's say a moderately good use vehicle off them Craigslist and yeah those nerd goggles cost like $3,500 before tax before warranty and all that kind of stuff they usually have to pay for and people are still buying it so Apple is hugely profitable it's actually one of the most profitable tech companies on planet at least 2019 they were the most profitable company in the world which is insane considering they make software and hardware and they're more profitable than oil companies I, I pharmaceutical companies Apple was the top dog a couple years ago so an extremely impressive performing company when it comes to their books and and a little bit of technology I would suppose now the second stock that is the biggest in the Berkshire Hathaway the portfolio is Bank of America and that comes in at nine point five percent of the portfolio of Berkshire Hathaway This shows a huge stark contrast with how much they're invested in Apple and how much Warren Buffett believes in Tim Cook and Apple again nearly half of the value of Berkshire Hathaway is in Apple stock now in terms of the Bank of America that comes in at nine point five percent again and they have one geez Louise I can't imagine having this many shares of a stock or yeah hundred thousand million one billion three one billion thirty two million eight hundred fifty two thousand and six shares and they have thirteen point one percent of the share of the company so of all the shares out there, they own 13.1%. That gives a market value of 35. Oh, that's almost sad. Compared to Apple, this is nothing. Only $35,116,968,204. Third company is American Express, which, again, one of the most time-proven companies out there. Is they Spoiler alert, he has a couple financial firms that are very similar, Capital One, Visa. Very consistent companies. Again, none of this is financial advice. I would always debate the best value you can get in terms of investing is bet on yourself by learning a new trade or starting a business. But I partially digress. So in terms of American Express, they own twenty point nine percent of the company. So that's one of the largest companies that they own. Where well, they have one of the largest stakes. That's one of the biggest ones. Now they own one hundred fifty one million six hundred ten thousand seven hundred shares of American Express, and that comes in at a value of thirty two billion four hundred seventy five thousand and eleven dollar or eleven thousand nine hundred forty dollars. They own that's 8.8% of the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio. You also have Coca-Cola, which he's a longtime supporter. They have 400 million shares of Coca-Cola, owning 9.3% of the total company, and that gives them it, it translates to 6.4% of the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio. In terms of the dollar amount, they have 23 billion dollars worth of Coca-Cola shares of the company. You also have Chevron, which again we just talked about a New York a minute ago and then and Occidental Petroleum. Then you have Kraft Heinz, which they own 26.5% of that company, with 325,634,818 shares of the company, giving them a market value of eleven was this, 371 million dollars, making up three point one percent of the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio. And then everything else drops precipitously. I mean, again, these are still, they own billions of dollars of these companies, but in terms of the percentage of the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio, we start to get into the, what is it? They have Moody's, Mitsubishi. That's 2%, 2%, and then everything else is 1%, a lot of half percents, a lot of 0.1%. So it'll be interesting to see, he made some big moves and it's gonna be a fascinating year when it comes to financial investments and a lot of markets that It's just unprecedented economic and political uncertainty. It'll be interesting to see which businesses flourish and which unfortunately may perish. Other interesting business use you have Walmart thinking they might buy out Vizio. Now, Vizio is actually one of the few independent TV manufacturers out there. There's used to be a lot more granted. Spoiler alert, there's really two TV companies or manufacturers out there. There's a lot of OEM manufacturers or white label instances where if you look at who's actually manufacturing the technology and actually making the OLED or LED panels, I mean, Sony and LG have a huge percent of the market in terms of manufacturing it. Then of course, other companies will pay them some money and they'll slap on a different logo. But spoiler alert, those are the two of the biggest manufacturers. Now, it looks like this came to us thanks to Emma Thorne over on LinkedIn the rumor is that they are looking to buy a tv company for more than two billion in their attempt to expand into advertising businesses again they say this is citing unnamed sources if complete the deal will give walmart access to a trove of customer data and ad space that would help them compete with amazon which i was gonna say i might be a little biased here in terms of saying you don't need a tv granted the tv i have is from my dad when he was in college so i think it was 1983 it was manufactured sony trench that thing is a it's darn near bulletproof it's never going to break which is why i like some vintage tech that's just built a little bit more robust but i partially digress they note that most of walmart's u.s revenue comes from its grocery business which yeah that's terrible in terms of an investment one of the worst this is why i suspect we don't see any grocery startups in our lifetime the grocery grocery stores we see they're all started decades ago some almost 100 years ago and The percent for profit in grocery stores is about 2%, which is always hilarious. We have politicians saying they're making too much money. Uh, No, they might be making out of revenue, but the profit, it is so close to going out of business. It's quite concerning if you're an investor in those companies, which is why more and more of these companies are starting to add on things that you can buy that aren't just food. That's why Target has a whole section for clothes and TVs. Same with Walmart. That's why they also have a pharmaceutical division at pretty much every grocery store as well trying to increase the more profitable sales of more durable products because again i mean and some of the foods actually take a loss there's a reason every grocery store i've seen in my lifetime if you think about it milk is always at the back always and it's usually at a loss in terms of they're losing money on that sale it's what's known as a loss leader so you go to the store and because you have to walk all the way back to get to the actual milk that some people buy <laughs> excuse me they are hoping and praying that you walk past something that is much more profitable and you see it and you think, hey, this is an impulse buy. Maybe I'll buy this. Maybe I'll buy some Bud Light. Well, no one would realistically say that. Maybe I'll buy some Yangling beer when I'm at the big box mart. So they're really hoping you'll actually spend money on more profit things. Then of course there's a jewelry section at all these stores or many of these stores as well. So yeah, they're trying everything they can to get out of the having groceries as the biggest component there. Now groceries are important because granted everyone needs groceries, but again, that's why they're trying to diversify more and more. Now, executives believe that the company's advertising business could be an effective moneymaker, and they also claim that the extra cash could be used to speed up shipping and other services. Now, they know that the U.S. ad revenue for retail media is expected to jump nearly 30% this year, geez Louise, that's to $59.6 billion per Insider Intelligence, which is quite a lot. They know that Amazon has a 17%, 17% market share of the operating systems in smart TVs, while Vizio has about 8% per Parks Associates so I was gonna say that is not a bad idea if you want to start competing more and more against Amazon Vizio already has an 8% that's that's not a bad idea so I'll be interested to see if they pull the trigger on this because again Walmart they see the writing on the wall they see them they see the markets always evolving they have a very good historic track record of making adopting new technologies they're actually one of the first co- private companies in the United States to buy their own satellite so you can more effectively run the stores and do inventory planning logistics for you know trucks and products one of my favorite books truth be told is made in america by sam walden and he is a genius He is the founder of walmart and of course sam's club as well i read that i say two two years ago now probably i was gonna say i never showed on the show but i have a whole shelf upon shelf of books let me know if you're ever interested in a book review but yeah it'll be interesting to see i think again given the direction <laughs> excuse me the direction walmart wants to go and how much you could prospectively make from that, I, I suspect they'll choose to go through this because, again, for the long-term diversification of the company and an increasing, I mean, they just know the sales are already there, they're increasing, probably be a good business move. So I suspect they'll eventually go through with that if they were to choose Vizio. Now going over to the culture podcast, you have the National MS Society firing a 90-year-old woman for not knowing pronouns. She had also volunteered for 60 years, and of course there's some, not to be cliche, but it just happened to be a millennial young white gal who did the firing, apparently. Which, I don't know how heartless you have to be to fire a grandma. I, and it's not, from the context I see, it doesn't appear to be she was even doing it on purpose, she just didn't understand and again, I know some people pronouncing has become a huge debate in the United States from a cultural perspective. People brag about using them in some social media circles while other will not acquiesce to using their preferred uh, pronouns. And some people it's say just, just virtue signaling. And truth be told, it's a way to identify people of a certain mindset. So that's very true, with like like many identifying identif- identif- things. Now, this was first brought to us thanks to the libs of TikTok on X Twitter. And she says, quote, Unreal National MS Society forced 90-year-old volunteer to step down because she wasn't "quote" inclusive enough after she asked what pronouns are. The gal's name is Fran, and Fran had volunteered for 60 years, and her late husband had MS. The MS Society doesn't so instead a word about this, give them another. Don't give them another penny until they do it. Which, yes, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would not either. If you fired Grandma because she didn't, she didn't understand this new concept. That a lot of people, again, a lot of people are still debating around forced speech which in some countries if you don't use someone's preferred pronouns you will be fined or jailed that's it's not conspiracy theory. It's happened in other countries and with the adoption rate of certain legal laws i mean there's a lot there's a big trend of laws coming and being enforcing um california oh, uh, good old uh, canada then being migrated to california and then being forced to crown the rest of the united states it's happened with many subjects so it's not out of the realm Though we do have the first amendment which some americans still believe in thankfully now this letter is from Callie Kumore, who is the manager of community engagement. She/her in, in her signature, and this is the this is the heartless, morally vacuous letter she sent to this grandma. She says, "Quote, dear Fran, I hope th- I hope this email finds you well. We appreciate your dedication and contrib- contribution as self-help group leader with our organization. As we disclosed earlier during our phone conversation, although after a thorough review of our guidelines and standards, it has come to our attention that there has been a failure to abide by our diversity, equity, and inclusion guidelines." during your time as volunteer. Unfortunately, based on the situation, we have made the difficult decision to have you step down from your volunteer position effective immediately. Although the Lakewood Beach self-help group will no longer be formally affiliated with our our organization, we want to emphasize that this does not mean the end of your group activities. You are still more than welcome to continue meeting them, meeting independently from the society. While your role as a volunteer is going to end, we want to emphasize that you and the group are still welcome to attend and participate the society's events and programs if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me we appreciate the time and effort dedicated to our organization and we sincerely hope you understand the necessity of this decision we wish you the best in your future endeavors and hope to see you at walk ms thank you for understanding sincerely sincerely Callie kumar manager community engagement she her national multiple sclerosis society 5150 Goldly circle suite 400 los angeles california Phone number 310 1132 internal, plus 66132. Again, direct line is 310 1132 This is one of the most mortally vacuous things that I've read about in quite some time, which, again, that's actually saying something, considering modern society, from a cultural perspective, seemed to be precipitously de- declining and decaying more and more. Perhaps this just sh- shoots a little bit close to home, since I've had friends and family who have been affected by MS throughout my lifetime, and we have since we've done similar walks like this throughout our life. And MS is a, is a terrible, heartbreaking thing to have someone go through. And we do need to raise funds for research and development. Subsequently, I wouldn't recommend going, giving funds to this particular organization because of how disgustingly heartless they are. Again, they fired grandma for not understanding a relatively, extremely new cultural trend in the United States. She asked, what were they really? That is, I would never I would never give this organization a penny. And apparently Miss Kali Kumar is already hiding because she had a LinkedIn page. So let me just fact-check that really quick and let's let's look it up in real time. So that's Kelly. Let's see here. K-E. Let's see. K-E. Oh, no, Kelly. K-A-L-Y. K-A-L-Y. Then Kumar, K-U. Oh, if I could spell it, usually helps. K-U. U-M-O-R, U-M-O-R. So close to humor, but she has no humor, obviously. And uh, it's a ridiculous name, Kumar. It's almost as ridiculous as having a name like Topping. Oh wait, nevertheless, it looks like she has indeed <laughs> deleted her profile on LinkedIn because, interestingly enough, there's not, yeah, Kelly Kumar, K-U-M. Yeah, it looks like she does not show up Interesting. guess we should not to be too surprised. Now, granted, perhaps I'm alone in this assessment. Maybe everyone thinks, yeah, we should fire Grandma. She she wasn't progressive enough. Maybe I don't think so, but let's dive in the comments and find out. And again, this went viral a couple days ago. We got 14, no, sorry, 7 million views in the first 24 hours. That went viral to say the least. And also got 25,000 likes. Now, going to the top comments. Let's see here. Lips of says, quote, I spoke with Fran about the National MS Society forcing herself down over pronouns usage. Watch her interview, which we'll probably have to check that out in a couple of days. Let's see here. So going down to the first comment, Let's see here. Paul Zazupa says, quote, This is an assault on the right of free speech. You can't require someone to say words. It's even more ridiculous when the words are required by ridiculous. In summary, the left is ridiculous, unquote, getting 1,000 likes. Now, it looks like the National MS Society. I'm curious. Let me check it really quick. Because technically, if it's not if it's a private organization, let's see. National MS Society. They're a nonprofit, so they have nonprofit status. Let me see here. If they're connected to the government, then you could for sure sue them for your right to free speech. But if it's a private organization, I. I uh, yeah I don't think that would be that would stand now obviously they're still morally mentally vacuous and culturally speaking I hope they're ostracized appropriately now going down to other comments you have libertrat media TM says quote shame on you hashtag MS society and it's a gif <coughs> sorry as the youth might say a gif of someone saying raise your hand if you're tired of this shit getting 1.4 thousand likes Tra- Craig Chamberlain says quote the culture cult isn't about inclusion they're about excluding anyone who is a threat to their narcissistic power grabs unquote getting 1.1 thousand likes see Common Sense prevails. says quote how dare she and then it's a picture of Norm MacDonald one of the goats of comedy and the text says quote DEI or diversity equity and inclusion is just a polite way to say dumb entitled idiot I'm 713 likes let's see here Right-angle Political News Network network says, quote, The left has absolutely lost the plot in pushing away every single rational person from their movement. They have allowed woke nonsense to take full control over everything. People are fed up with it. it. And it goes on for a couple paragraphs. Got 471 likes. Terry Prentice says, quote, Don't really see how this action helps the MS society in reaching their goal of helping people with MS. DEI is just another expression of bigotry and racism. Unquote gained 318 likes. Now, I wonder if they knew this going to blow up in their face for people who are politically in the middle or on the right, but maybe this will increase funding by people who are very, very much in favor of firing Grandma and being in favor of the DEI and the pronouns. Because again, there are a lot, especially, I mean, there's a lot of tech billionaires who agree with that. So, I mean, obviously, I, I don't suggest, recommend, I don't recommend giving them a penny more until they either fire the person who fired Grandma Hire her back on with a big apology. I mean, I don't think those things will happen. But I wonder if overall, will their funding state break even go down or go up? Now, they are also, as youth might say, getting ratioed in multiple ways. So National MS Society on Valentine's Day, they tried to tweet something. They tried, didn't go well. So they say on National Valentine's Day last week, they said, quote, Happy Valentine's Day. Whether you're celebrating self-love, love love of a partner, or love of family and friends, we hope the day is filled with joy. And the picture's... No way. So, the pictures are very, as youth might say, progressive. Uh, one is of a guy with, and again, I'm not trying to. I don't think it's dead naming if, you if you're not. That's the name thing. Um, one's a what looks like to be a straight guy, and then it's with a girl with a mohawk, and she's dressed similarly. You um, have another cliche picture of a girl with "I need help." It's, it's not tied two down her forehead. That's what I see like when I actually see the nose ring in the middle they have one of those with a uh, what is it a a gay couple and then the other picture is they do have one like traditional picture in terms of um, a man and a woman together and they got 135,000 views only 70 likes which is terrible to say the least and the first comment Comes from Morgan McColvin and says, "Not one more dime." Unquote. And this person posted a screenshot of Lives of TikTok breaking the story. They got 2.1 thousand likes. Rob replies, saying, "Quote: If you get the lady, if you let the lady go, you are not inclusive." They got 2.6 thousand likes. Political sock, though the picture is in fact of a gentleman, not a sock, but nevertheless, it's a sock. Says, "Quote: How about you love you guys showed? How about the love you showed you guys?" To an elderly woman who you fired because she didn't understand generous gender pseudoscience pronouns unquote they got 3.8 thousand likes cj's thoughts says i will never donate another dollar for what you did to that poor woman just disgusting unquote i got 2.5 thousand likes alaska blue says quote i have ceased my annual donation you know what you did Unquote. cocaine 1.4 thousand likes chief newspeak editor says quote just don't prefer just don't refer to someone with the wrong pronouns or we'll fire you, even if you're unpaid because we're fascist. I'm quoting 1.6 thousand likes. Which again, with certain industries and certain nonprofits, it is hard to get volunteers. It's a full-time job of just finding people to volunteer and help with them. And this isn't going to help that because again, th- there's no scenario where I would ever donate to them directly or volunteer for them directly. I would be, I would donate directly to a family member or a certain certain different nonprofit that is supporting the same subject of MS that I would highly encourage because again people do need help for that detrimental um, (laughs) excuse me that detrimental disease and that it it is an important thing but this organization there's no way I would give them another penny not even a modern penny which is 99.99% zinc and only a little bit copper plated it's basically trash so not even that although ironically I mean if you give someone a penny these days it's almost more of an insult than anything else Another one comes from Kristen Franklin saying quote, so a 90 year old woman who has volunteered for years and probably been kind, caring, respectful, and given a lot of their time for your organization does not qualify under inclusive for you. Disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. I'm quoting 138 likes. Let's see here. Yeah, I, and again, I'm trying to, I follow a couple people who you would be considered far left on X Twitter just so that their responses show up when I follow some of these hot topic issues. Interestingly enough, I'm not seeing those people here and I'm trying to see if there's anyone who agrees with it. Again, there are people who agree with this I'm um, this action because again, there are some people dedicated uh, to what you would call that cause or that would be phrased as a cause. So there are people who certainly agree with the actions of the Emma Society by firing grandma because she didn't know the pronouns were. Now, fascinating enough, uh, let's see here. I'm not seeing anything in the comments that shows they exist and again, this is from, this is actually from the MS society. So this, uh, this sample size of people who are viewing this should be people who previously donated, they're interested in the company or nonprofit. And yeah, everything is saying, a lot of people are saying ages A lots of people are saying shame on you, never donated a dime. I mean, yeah, I think, I think culturally speaking, we're gonna see start to see the pendulum shift a little bit, especially when you see things like this when Again, she's 90 years old and donated... She volunteered 60 years of her life to that organization. And that's how they end it? A phone call and an email to fire them? I'm nearly speechless with how viscerally disgusting the MS Society is in this action. And it'll be interesting to see, again, will their donations dry up? Will you have a couple of big donors who are, again, get people who are more politically left? Will, they, will their donations offset the ones that they're going to lose? I mean i know a lot of people who spend their time volunteering and raising money i mean if you look at the statistics on who donates more in terms of when you break it down into a political affiliation people on the right do tend to donate more than people on the left on average so i suspect this will have a more detrimental effect as this has oddly enough become a political issue in the united states as well as a cultural issue it's kind of we've seen a lot of it's kind of broken down relatively speaking in terms of the quote unquote sides of the scenario into a political thing so i'll be interested to see how much this dings their actual donations but yeah i can't it's almost like a i can't think of anything worse than firing grandma again she's 90 years old and gave 60 years of her life for the cause and helping people and for that nonprofit. so who knows maybe maybe they'll do the right thing and apologize profusely and do something but I was gonna say, perhaps we need to do a cancel culture blunder of the day, or the more mor- mor- morally vacuous thing of the day, because this certainly qualifies for those criteria. Now uh, going over to the political part of the podcast, you have Vivek on the NSA not wanting to get a warrant for every spying instance. Now this comes to us, there's originally a video posted by RNC Research, and they said, and they said it's all on X Twitter, they said, quote, NSA Jake Sullivan was amending the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act to require a quote warranty for every of lawful collected data and they say quote we don't believe that serves the national security interests of the united states unquote that's what the nsa is saying accountability does not serve uh, uh, the united states which funny enough i think is that the pentagon has never passed an audit when you look at their finances and their books yeah if you and i if we underpay our taxes by a dollar not only are we fined for that we actually pay interest on the money that we owe whereas if the government owes us money because we overpaid on our taxes they just gives you check. you don't get any interest. they got the benefit of using your money for basically free. Now Vivek, and I'll play the video first before we go over Vivek's response, I think it was, thankfully it's only about 34 seconds long, so not or sorry 54 seconds long, so not too bad. So I'll go ahead and play that without too much further ado.
1: On FISA, there are a couple of amendments that are being considered. One of them would require a warrant for every query of lawfully collected data. If that were to pass and get into the bill, would the president veto that bill? Uh, So I'm not in a position to stand here
0: today and make veto threats on behalf of the president. Those are, are, um, you know, decisions for him to make. What I will tell you is that we do not believe that that serves the national security interests of the United States. And, in fact, today I will be making that case to a number of members uh, that the warrant requirement as conceived is not the best way actually to ensure the protection of the personal privacy of Americans. There are a number of other elements of the bill that we have supported that would reform and update FISA to protect the civil liberties of Americans. But a warrant requirement from our perspective would go too far in undermining the very purpose of FISA. And frankly, it would put victims at risk. I'd uh, always use the emotional threat at the end. Be like, oh, put them at risk. Yeah. Requiring uh, requiring a warrant is not considered a bad thing, which shows you how much the United States has declined and how virtually sad and disgusted our founding fathers would be if we were to see the horrific thing it's become. Now, the vague respondent saying, quote, it's never good when they are repeating or sorry, it's never good when there are repeated vague murmurings about national security interests from the government without an iota of detail or experience about why, unquote, which, again, as the British might say, spot on. As well as this is where very similar to the TSA, there's very little evidence that really all the invasive buying practices on United States citizens have done much good at all. I mean, they say it is, but it's not a very good argument. And truth be told, the Patriot Act, a lot of people say there's a nail in the coffin for private security and civil rights. And truth be told, they well, I think they were true, and they were accurate in that statement. And yeah, just have more disappointment on a federal level, I don't think we should be too surprised. Now this did get 603,000 views and 16,000 likes. It's not quite as viral as most of Vivek's moments, but still important note nevertheless, because again, it's gonna have huge implications on anyone in the world having a semblance of privacy. Now some of the top comments, actually the first one comes from one of the favorite contrarians. Well, we don't really like him, but appreciate additional information and different perspectives. So that's why I follow Luke Zeliski. and he was responding, saying, "Quote: The volume of disinformation that disinformation you are being subjected to, thanks to Elon and Tucker and Elon's ex-state news feeds, is unprecedented. You're, experience, you're experiencing the largest continual propaganda machine and hostile takeover attempt in at history. It's enough to make Mao roll over in his grave." Unquote. Now, as mentally vacuous as that might be, twelve people did agree with that, and there's nothing more. Hilarious or ironic, and someone who's far left making references to Mao and communism and dictatorships, considering many of their policies want to replicate the most horrific policies that have led to the most horrific acts in history. Now, again, 12 people did like that, oddly enough. Perhaps they are inebriated or drinking a bottle of Bud Light, heaven forbid. But, yeah, it's funny. He says, you're being forced to do this, this disinformation. Last time I checked, no one's forcing you to be on X twitter Luke. Truth be told luke is actually paying to be on x twitter because he has a cool little blue check mark which not to brag but i also have eight dollars a month to spend on x twitter granted i do it partially just to support having the freedom of speech because again it's one of the very few i would actually argue it's the only well, i guess you no know, rumble is a social media platform in a different way it's one of the very few social media platforms that really does believe in free speech count but notice every time i'm on the facebook every once in a while i'll look through some of the meme groups and i'll see a meme It'll be funny. When I click on it, it'll say it has gone. Maintenance. It's because there's just certain things you're not allowed to make fun of. If you're, if you're making fun of Christians, of course, yeah. Catholic jokes, oh yeah. Those will never get censored. But other topics, you know, the ones that we're talking about, those will always be protected. Now, going to the other top comments comes from Right Angle News Network they say, quote, they will do anything, including faking a national threat so that they can employ mass surveillance and mass censorship before the 2020 election to prevent Donald Trump from winning. The globalists will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump from holding them accountable. Unquote. Getting 129 likes. Dave Benner, nemesis of Neocons, says quote, when they say they want to preserve national security they really mean they want to preserve their domestic dystopia where your rights can be violated with impunity. Unquote. And I got 100 likes. Though, in full transparency I was one of the people who did like that. Let's see here, we got Planet of Memes, who, I was going to say marketing fail, but they responded in text only, not a meme, or somebody called them a may. Their name is Planet of Memes. So, let's say this alleged Planet of Memes. They say, quote, Sounds like fear-mongering to encourage Republicans to vote for the wasteful bill the Senate just passed, which secures every border of our own, and, quote, give 50 likes. And, yeah, Republicans can be pretty disappointing. There are a lot of rhinos, pejoratively known as Republicans in name only, where they ran on Republican, they have that little R next to their name on the ballot, but a lot of the policies and their actual actions are more democrat which again i'm one of those people where i don't like false advertising let me know what you are so i can vote for you appropriately which is why i always tell people if you like a candidate don't like them just because there's a letter next to their name look at their policies and their background to see if there's actually something to support their whatever party they claim to be with scrolling down a couple more comments here we have bad Ombre said quote the expectations is you'll default into drone mode mode infer it's about Russia. Panic and ask the government protected getting twenty-one likes. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any other contrarian statements. A lot of people are just saying 110%. We agree with Vivek. No more mass surveillance. And we do have a one contrarian, um, Burt Macklin, alleged Burt Macklin. I think he's a fictional character on um, Parks Regulation. He says, quote, shouldn't you be pumping and dumping pharma stock, unquote, getting five likes? I don't know how much. I don't think there's any truth to that, but there were five likes. Dalton Sutton says, quote, because the majority of national security is just political security, unquote. Getting eight likes. So, Socran's ghost said, where are the WMDs in Iraq again? Gained, quote. Getting one like. So, a lot of people are agreeing with him. Perhaps one of the best ratios for Vivek. And it'll be interesting to see if this bill, if it does pass and see... You know how many of our rights are taken away again i mean let's just say when it comes to you know keeping our civil liberties and our rights i'm not confident the vote will be favorable for the american public but as i always say time shall tell other interesting political news you have tucker carlson moscow subway versus new york subway going viral to say the least now tucker carlson being the goat I would say in pretty much every regard when it comes to news and reporting he recently went to russia to interview vladimir putin and that was one of his most viral interviews getting over 200 million views on x twitter and showed that a lot of americans to see a perspective that we're not allowed to see on other outlets where they're censoring pretty much all russian information or rather information that shows russia in any neutral or positive light now that, when he was over in russia he actually went on the subway and you couldn't help but notice it's almost like a work of art whereas Subways in the United States, which are more often than not public entities or entities that are controlled by the government. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but they're all, what's well, nice word? Same dog crap. Mm, crumbling, de- decap- decrepit, union run. They're garbage, basically. Usually um, filled with garbage, rats, people overdosing on drugs. And he goes to Russia and they have works of art on the walls. Like legit paintings and works of art. And Fascinating enough, no one's vandalizing them. It's all very clean. So a lot of people are starting to talk about the cult, the stark culture contrasts between a lot of cities in America versus cities in Russia. And it's not too long. It only got about three minutes long. But it did get 17.6 million views and 149,000 likes, which is some of the most likes he's got bar none. And those statistics were recorded actually 24 hours after his, or sorry, 48 hours after it was posted. So the numbers had time to brew, so to say. So I'll go ahead and without further ado, play that clip really quick.
1: One of the ways you understand a society is through its infrastructure, the places where people gather, the places where they go to travel. If You've got a lot of people in one place it tells you a lot about the people. So with that in mind, we're standing in front of the Kievskaya metro station and there's a train station next to it. And the metro station was built by Joseph Stalin 70 years ago. And the question is, how's it doing now after 70 years? So we went into it to take a look, and what we found shocked us. Now, that's not an endorsement of Stalin, who was bad, obviously, nor is it an endorsement of the current president, Vladimir Putin. You may not like him either. But it doesn't change the reality of what we saw or, more precisely, didn't see. There's no graffiti, there's no filth, are no foul smells, there are no bums or drug addicts or rapists or people waiting to push you onto the train tracks and kill you.
0: Which was a viral thing in the United States, thugs pushing people into moving trains. And they passed away. And of course the district attorneys in most of the cities did nothing. A lot of them actually let them walk. scot free as some might say.
1: No, it's perfectly clean and orderly. And how do you explain that? We're not even going to guess. That's not our job. We're only going to ask the question. And if your response is to shout at us slogans dumber than the slogans we used to call Soviet and mock, that's not really an answer. How does Russia, a country we're told is a gas station with nuclear weapons, have a subway station that normal people use to get to work and home every single day that's nicer than anything in our country? We're not going to speculate. We're just going to raise the question and wait for someone in charge to give us an answer. What is the answer? So we'll stop the lecture and let you take a look for yourself at what the Kievskaya Metro Station in Moscow, Russia looks like today, February 2024 in the middle of a war. Here it is.
0: that's pretty loud and it looks beautiful they have paintings as well as I think they're basically mosaics and they have gorgeous gold frames which again they have chandeliers again if you put a chandelier or a gold plated anything United States urban uh, subways they'd be gone in a New York minute pun intended Let's see here going down more and more it looks Breathtaking to say the least, and of course, as they say, well, go to tucker dot to see the whole, you know, his whole experience of going around being a tourist, uh, tourist in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, but yeah, it's a stark contrast between somebody's in the United States or any public transport transportation in the United States, to say the least. And yeah, are probably a myriad of reasons. I would say cultural in terms of the people as well as the government entities, in the United States and the Union. So there's many reasons why. I mean, public transportation is a joke. But let's have the comments. Let's see what, what people have to say. Now, Paul Suzupa says, quote, Moscow cities are glorious. New York City subways are toilets. That says everything. Unquote. That got 3.5 thousand likes. Now we have our favorite leftists or some way. Oh, no, he's a leftist. Luke Zeliski chimes in again. And he says, quote, We went from no collusion to Putin is the leader of the free world and the Republican Party seven years. Right-wing propaganda plus Elon, Trump, Tucker, and Russian defamation is the strongest mind-altering d- drug ever. Another couple years, and we will ha- have all left as a country? Is all we have left as a country. I'm quoting 179 likes. Well, granted, it is Luke, so it's mostly mentally vacuous and moronic, to say the least. But, again, why does it look so impeccably beautiful over there, in terms of that subway And again, it's not the whole country. There are certainly some areas that are probably are not as nice. But, I mean, have you have you been to Chicago O'Hare Airport, or the New York subway, in the past decades? I mean, when was the last time you went in and it was clean, safe, nice environment? I don't know. Truth be told, maybe it was never that good to begin with. Now the quoting says, "Quote well, Tucker, I heard those trains were always on time and cooking." Four hundred thirty-nine likes. One bad dude says, "Quote quote Fox made a huge mistake and it's a endless line of people lining up to see Tucker Carlson in the booth next to him." is Fox News and there's no one tuning in, which is an apt metaphor, considering how much the viewership has crashed ever since Tucker Carlson left. And Tucker, as an individual, granted I'm sure he has employees, he has the Tucker Carlson network, it is a business. That gets more views and likes than Fox News any time of the day. Now that got 4.9 thousand likes. Libercat Media TM says, quote, beyond true and is a picture of put Putin. And the text is, why would I attack America? You already have Democrats for that, unquote. I got six point two thousand likes, which is one of the top ones to say the least. See here. Scrolling down, there's a lot of Yeah, a lot of videos of people showing off other Russian subways, which are again, it is so foreign. It is clean. There's not bottles and garbage and trash on the ground. It's clean. People we also weigh half as much. One of those videos got three point nine thousand likes. Let's see here. Z. Von Fleet says, quote, Moscow subway stations are legendary. They deeply impressed me, although not the Soviet propaganda art. But when I traveled to small towns outside Moscow and St. Petersburg, I saw the Russia that stuck in in Soviet time. I was shocked seeing and well, see. antique-looking buses still in operation. In Russia, Moscow, and St. Petersburg, we are modern and well-run, but not small towns in America is totally opposite, and we know why. Unquote. Getting one point six thousand likes. It's also stark contrast between you know good old reliable vehicles when they're darn near bulletproof. It's fascinating to see how much that old tech still works and runs like a champ these days. Let's see here. Just rolling down, trying to find some contrarian statements. Uh... S.L. Canton says, quote, Tucker Carlson, great job and congrats for keeping an open mind. You should go to China. Here are some subways, metro stations in Shanghai, Beijing, and uh, Shenzhen and more. And well, China also has authoritarian, authoritarian state and the people there are, well, culturally speaking, the people are quite different as well. They got 2.1 thousand likes. Marjorie Taylor Greene press release parody account says, quote, stay safe, Tucker. You don't want to get hillary unquote. got 2.2 thousand likes and his reference to hillary clinton having a abnormal statistics in terms of an improbable high amount of people who she knew and were not friendly with they just they just all committed suicide like statistically way too many than normal like we're not talking one or two we're talking dozens for the record i should say out loud i love life and attempt and i'm going to do my best to live it to the fullest for as long as possible just for the record i mean this is all allegations i'm sure hillary clinton is Honest as every politician out there. I will digress. Going down, real defender says, "quote Bottom line, liberals are destroying American cities." I'm quoting two point three thousand likes, which, fascinatingly enough, Chicago has been run by Democrats for nearly one hundred years. Now, truth be told, I'm trying to remember when was the last time the city was actually clean and safe. They'll be good next year, I'm told, just like the Chicago Bears. They'll be a good football, sports ball team next year. <laughs> I mean, statistically. No, but, you know, perhaps the the most, probably the most upside bet. What are the, what are the odds, like, uh, in Las Vegas, odds for betting on the sports balls team, the Chicago Bears? Can't help but think it'd be astronomical. See here. A lot of pictures showing off all their subways in Russia where, again, they look immaculate. I'm trying to see if there's someone, again, as this is a political issue in many ways, I'm surprised there's not someone who, again... Probably be more politically left who really hates Russia I'm surprised there's no one having a video of like finding some trash out there or some decrepit part of the subway in Russia I mean again I'm going through this and trying to see if there's anything like that but no then someone actually has a picture of Bernie Sanders standing in Russia getting 128 likes saying that's exactly what Bernie Sanders used to do in terms of taking the train I guess let's see here American partisan, well, this is mentally vacuous, he says, maybe Sp- Stalin wasn't that bad, unquote. I got 177 likes, and unfortunately, he has not read a history book, apparently. Or maybe he just can't. Maybe he tried to read the history book and he couldn't read. I, again, he was, Stalin was one of those evil men in history. I, It's almost unfathomable to comprehend that statement made by the American partisan. Now, Chief Nerd said, quote, but do they have freedom... <laughs> Chief Nerd again says, but do they have the fragrant urine odor of the New York City subways? I'm quoting 934 likes. You also have people getting attacked on New York subways and going to jail for defending themselves and defending others. Let's see here. So as a youth might, and then of course you have a couple pictures of St. Petersburg and the iconic buildings over there, which again, I mean, I have family members who are architects, so I grew up looking at all different types of architecture over the globe. It is some of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen in picture. See here. So yeah, it went viral to say the least. And again, I don't, unfortunately I don't think this is going to inspire Americans to change culturally. And be like, oh yeah, maybe we should not throw the trash on the ground like a mentally morally vacuous piece of dirt. But yeah, it was interesting to see the political differences between state-run and government-run public entities, and uh, such as you know subway systems, and the way the public also treats those entities as well. And again, one of the most Politically hot issues is Tucker actually going to Russia? So it'll be interesting to see does this resonate with more people. Does the U.S. actually do anything to improve that infrastructure? I mean, now again, I think the odds are probably akin to the odds that the Chicago Bears will win a sports ball a Super Bowl in the next twenty years. I mean, it's not zero, but probably zero point zero 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 one seven, probably around that percentage. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have Delta forced to land a plane because of maggots in the overhead bin. And I'm not saying, I'm not using a pejorative term like someone is being a maggot. No, I mean the actual bug. Now, again, this comes to us thanks to NBC5Chicago. They note that, quote, maggots rained down on Delta passengers from overhead bin, forcing the flight to return to Amsterdam, unquote. They note that flight attendants... Tracked the maggots to an overhead compartment where they found rotting fish wrapped in newspaper inside one of the bags. Which, oh. Who, again, we, we were talking on this show earlier about mentally vacuous people. Who, who, thought, it gonna, who thought to wrap fish in newspaper? I, they not understand hygiene or basic biology of how food breaks down. I, that's almost unfathomably stupid. Now they note that I just I can't believe it. So it was going. Oh, well, I guess we, we shouldn't be too surprised. The flight was headed to Detroit from Amsterdam, when the plane was forced to turn around after an hour, an hour after departing. And Pastor Philip Scott says, "Quote," um, told uh, WJBK TV in Detroit during the flight, he looked across the aisle and saw freaking out as maggots fell on top of a woman. The woman, the woman, Scott said, was trying. To kind of fight off the maggots, unquote. Which, I don't know how you do that. Now, of course, when they asked for comment, Delta said, quote, We apologize to the customers of Flight 137 on February 13th as their trip was interrupted due to the improperly packed carry-on bag, unquote. The aircraft returned to the gate, and the customers were... Jeez Louise. They have to, what was re- oh, the aircraft was removed from service for cleaning. I can't imagine that. So you had to down or have been forcing flight to return to amsterdam which again i guess that's a long flight you want to be on a flight for hours on end with maggots but uh, again that's just seemingly unfathomably stupid how do you bring on the fish so i don't know how delta is running as a company granted in terms of the historical uses of delta airlines and in terms of their public relations I suppose this isn't as bad as beating the crap out of a doctor, which they did a couple years ago when a man refused to give up his seat that he paid for, which they did beat the crap out of him, as as you say, as say, the youth might say. Not a very sophisticated way of saying that they assaulted a passenger. So that was pretty bad PR. This is not worse, but, again, not good uh, business practices to allow that type of thing on the plane. And then, yeah, now you hit all these hundreds, again, it's quite a few people who find the plane. It's not just 12 people. It's not a private plane. These commercial air airlines have hundreds of passengers. You ruined all their trip and, shoot, ruined their day. Now, if they do the right thing, they have to pay for vouchers in terms of if they need to stay for a hotel or transportation to get to a hotel. So, needless to say, having maggots on the plane, that is certainly the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in again. We're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February, so if you click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, sharing the video is a great way to assist me growing the the audience and giving a thumbs up, thumbs down, or just leave a comment gives me some additional feedback on how I can make the show better and better. Lastly, don't forget to take the time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your co-workers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe and fight the good fight.